Welcome to Ben Navarra's podcast with your host, Ben Navarra's. Howdy and welcome back to the podcast. Today is a beautiful Sunday afternoon and we have a cool human being today. We have Mr. Conrad and I, I told somebody earlier today that I would mention um, I took some some kava this morning. I don't know if you know what kava is, but I had a, a shot of some kava earlier today and they told me that it was going to either make me feel very relaxed or like hyped up. And so, so far I would say we started relaxed and now I'm much more on like the energetic, like euphoric kind of feel here. So we're feeling pretty good. Uh, the company's name was Loom, Loon Mai, if, if I'm going to pronounce that correctly, I'm going to spell it out just to be sure. Give them a little bit of a plug here. L-U-M-A-N-A-I. So Lumen I um, out of Las Vegas and really uh, tasted like dirt, but overall felt pretty good. So, uh, good experience and I'm happy that we are here today. Conrad, thank you for spending the time on this beautiful Sunday for joining. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So Conrad, you know, we're, we're, where are you located? I'm going to ask that to, to start us off. Yeah, I'm in uh, Los Angeles, uh, Santa Monica specifically, but in Los Angeles. Yeah. Very cool. So tell me a little bit more about the, the systems that you work with and then how did you get started into this, this process? Yeah, so it's been it's been a it's been a journey, but uh, uh, so I mainly uh, work with uh, whole body electro muscle stimulation, so WBMS or EMS for short, uh, and it's a suit that you put on, and it has electrodes on all the major muscle groups. It's controlled through an iPad, and it has a little battery, and it delivers a nine a sixty to ninety minute uh, weightlifting workout in just twenty minutes. So I did one. About maybe a year ago, if that, uh, probably a little bit less, probably within the last six months or so. But either way, I focused on, it was at like a, a business, like a, um, what are they called? It was some, some business event where everybody gets together and they put it on, there was a full suit and then I could put specific things around my bicep. Um, mm -hmm. And so they had me doing some curls and it very, it felt very much so like a tens unit, but mm -hmm. a little bit more aggressive. And they, I, I, I used to lift a lot of weights. And so, I mean, they gave me like level one and it didn't really, you know, there wasn't really very much there and then got all the way up into like the eights, nines out of tens. Right. Mm -hmm. And it got very aggressive, very fatiguing. And I was, extremely sore for <laughs> several days following yeah. and my like exercise physiology brain was like man if i'm having this amount of of stimulation like it, how much damage is this ultimately causing to my tissue and then am i able to really recover fast enough for it to be more beneficial than negative yeah so a lot of good questions there. But uh, uh, so, yeah, typically in demo days, uh, they won't have you put on the full suit because you have to wet the entire suit and it's a little more time consuming. So in demo days, typically they just wet the arms and they allow you to just use the bicep curls. And everybody is familiar with a bicep curl. And so it's easy to like test out. And I'm assuming they didn't give you any weight or they give you maybe like stress balls to hold or. Yeah, I think some stress balls. Yeah. 
right? So like not even a pound and, and, and you were sore for days, right? So, so this is yeah. where the, the beauty of uh, where I think EMS really shines. Uh, and you asked me earlier, like, how did I get into it? Uh, I've been a trainer for 15 years now, and, and I mostly worked with people with injuries, uh, people with diabetes, special conditions. And I, I was in New York for 14 years, and um, a lot of the people there didn't have access to gyms, or or didn't have time, or didn't have space in their apartments to to have like a you know home gym or anything like that. And so uh, I kept banging my head of like, how can I solve all these issues? Like I want I want to be able to solve everybody's issue. Uh, I can't, but um, what can I do? And then um, I met coincidentally a French 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 investor that had. Um, opened a franchise of EMS boutique fitness studios in Brazil. And we spoke and he said, he told me like, I want to open in New York and you're going to be my guy. And so I went through all the research and read all the papers and got educated through different uh, manufacturers that produce, that produce these uh, suits. And uh, we were ready to open and then COVID hit and that, that studio never opened. But uh, yeah. in the process, I was able to, to, test different suits and and check out different uh manufacturers and and their education processes and um and then i started myself training people with uh, i got a, a suit myself and a device and i started training people in new york and then i moved to dc and then finally i landed in la and this is where i've been for the past year and it's been going great and and this is the reason it's it's very uh short it's 20 minute workouts uh, if you have pains and aches, the stimulation sometimes can mitigate them, alleviate those pains and aches. Uh, if you have injuries, like if you can't mm, raise your shoulder because of surgery or frozen shoulder or anything, it doesn't really matter because the stimulation is directly on the muscles. So you can get stronger and this for any athlete, like if you can get stronger even if you can't move your joints. Uh, the most famous athlete that was using EMS, and this was a long time ago, was Usain Bolt. He kept getting injured. He couldn't lift heavy. Uh, and so he was flying all the way to Germany to get trained by EMS trainer there and then fly back to Jamaica and, 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 and continue his training just to get his core stronger without the risk of injury and lifting weights. Right. So there's no stress on the joints. Um, and then it eliminates a lot of obstacles around around exercising consistently. Uh, typically people complain they don't have time, they don't have motivation, they have pains and aches, they have injuries. This solves all those issues. Support for Ben Thinking is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 8 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code THINKING at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 16 million balls. I got my lawnmower and weed whacker recently and... I immediately put the weed whacker inside of my nostrils, no nicks, no snags, and I have never been able to smell things as good as after I used the crop, the weed whacker. The crop preserver makes my balls smell nice every single day that I'm in the gym, and of course, we love that. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code thinking at manscaped.com. 
manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code THINKING. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. I like it. So, I mean, a lot of a, a lot of good points and all of this. Obviously, it's it's if it's being done. I think we, we I think most people say if it's being done by an elite individual, that there's obviously a lot of research to support it because otherwise they probably aren't going to somebody who is um, ultimately like that. Uh, big of a businessman or individual, like their, their body is their business. They're not going to put themselves in a position that's going to be ultimately unhealthy or dangerous, or maybe not ultimately not effective for time. Right. So he was able to, you know, flying all the way out there and a, a good example, I think, but what is the, after my session, I felt a couple different questions. Like the range of motion is like, I still want to train my athletes or people to improve their overall, overall range mm-hmm. of motion. Is that still something that we're looking at when I'm doing this type of training or are you not worried about that at all anymore? So yes and no. I mean, as a trainer, you should always train full range of motion if you have it. Uh, and, and if you want to train it, then, then push it. Right. But, uh, with this, what, where, where there's, uh, a benefit is if you don't have it, you can still reap the benefits from it, right? Like if you only do half a squat, then you're not going to get all the benefits in your quads and glutes, et cetera, right? And, but here you will. Um, so if you're training an athlete that doesn't have any issues, you would still drive them through the full range of motion. Um, what it eliminates is that you don't need that much weight. And so then you don't, you're not stressing the joints as much. Uh, the clearest example is doing push-ups with EMS is way, way harder than doing push-ups, you know, just with body weight. So for sure, uh, it, it stimulates everything together. And, and that's the other, the other benefit is that when, uh, you're doing a bicep curl, if you had the full suit on, you would still get stimulation through your legs, through your quads, through your hamstrings, like everything is still turned on. Does this take the, like, is this the replacement for all exercise or are you still having the ability to, or, or is like, is the goal to use this as more of like a, a supplement to training? Like I'm doing this two, three days a week, uh, in, in accordance with maybe some weight training, or am I doing this entire, like, this is my program. So yes to everything. But, um, for most people, my, most of my clients, they just do EMS twice a week and they get results. Uh, to me, EMS, you can do EMS with cardio, you can do EMS, like you can do boxing sessions, et cetera. But where I think really shines is in um, either replacing or complementing resistance training. Uh, that's where most of the research is done. That's where we see equivalents of like training three times a week versus training once or twice with EMS. And, you know, and we're comparing three hours of traditional training to 20 to 40 minutes of EMS and, and the strength results after 12 weeks are similar, comparable. Um, so this is where I think EMS really is, is meant to be. Uh, but if you like me personally, I train with EMS, but, uh, one limitation it has is that there's only one manufacturer that produces shoulder pads. Uh, all the other manufacturers don't have it. And so you need to get your shoulder somewhere else. Um, yeah. And and then it depends on your goals, right? Like uh, you're wearing a UFC shirt. I'm assuming you, you train a lot with like fighter. Like you would still need like the, the technical aspect of it and, and then specific movements that with EMS might not be 
conducive to do because the suit is also a little bit restrictive. But in terms of like doing squats, deadlifts, uh, you know, typical exercises that don't require you to move in in, in weird positions, uh, EMS is great. So it sounds like hypertrophy is the ultimate benefit here. I mean, hypertrophy and strength, I guess, it both both items. It it prompts the question to me, like, what is it doing for my connective tissue? Like, I, you know, if I'm under load and I'm really stressing, one, uh, like, the, hopefully the, the the improvement of bone density, but at the same time, also, my, my I want my connective tissue to also be able to keep up with my muscular tissue as well. How are those two things being influenced by my um, by EMS? Yeah. Um, so the first uh, point, uh, you mentioned hypertrophy and, and strength. It's mostly strength. Hypertrophy, one of the key elements that you need for hypertrophy is a lot of volume. And here, like we're actually taking away a lot of the volume. Um, but for strength, uh, the electrodes are placed on top of the muscles and they fire all the muscle fibers. So type one, type two. And this is where for like uh, seniors, older populations, if you started working with, with a client that hasn't lifted in a long time, you would start with very uh, light weights, high reps, like and muscle endurance first, and then slowly over two to three months, you start getting into more strength training. Here from day one, you can start firing those type two muscle fibers. And so they get stronger quicker, not just because it's 20 minutes, but quicker because you're, you're or immediately training for strength. So it really is great for strength. For hypertrophy, it has some benefits. I mean, when you train for strength, sometimes you get hypertrophy as well uh, from it. Yeah. Um, so there is some effect uh, of that nature, but um, I wouldn't uh, recommend a bodybuilder to only do EMS. Uh, however, I would recommend bodybuilders to do EMS if they have trouble like activating their lats or activating their glutes or uh, like activation with EMS, you can't escape it. It's not like, oh, you, in this angle, you can get it. It's, it's like the pad is on it and you turn it on and it's going to activate. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So like for the, for the, like I think I, I'm thinking about like my left glute oh, so, sometimes yeah. just doesn't, doesn't fire. Right. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I just, I, I mean, obviously it does. Right. But it's just not, not as, uh, not as strong as my right glute and probably cause I'm favoring that right side and all, all these other, all, all mm-hmm. these other things that are going on. But I can, I can guarantee that I am activating every piece of that fire. Like I know we didn't, we didn't talk about connective tissue versus other yeah. stuff, but we'll, we'll, okay. we'll continue to get there. Um, the, I I think if I'm trying to work both type one and type two, and like you know how we have type two X, type two AB, like are does the body know to convert those other convertible tissues towards being you know more of a type two X? Um, yes and no. Um, so the stimulation will, will fire all the fibers. And the other thing that we do is that we, we cue the client to pre-contract so that your, uh, neurological pathways are maintained, right? That you're not like, like, uh, being a victim of the stimulation, you're not uh, reacting to the stimulation. You're you're preemptively active in your own muscle, and then the stimulation adds to that stimulation, um, or adds to that contraction, and producing a tetanic con- contraction and producing like muscle damage and all these things, right? Like you were sore, um, but uh, there's um, the um, sorry, I lost my train of thought there. Uh, oh, you're so good. you're 
you asked about the connective tissue, but then in terms of like the type two X and so is there adaptation basically from, from this training? Uh, yes, there is. Uh, there's tons of research, mostly done on, on uh, semi-pro athletes, soccer players, rugby players, etc., and and doing EMS uh, for a week. I mean, for whatever weeks, and comparing it to just doing plyometrics, etc., and there are similar results. It also depends on what type of exercise you're using, right? Because with EMS, you can do all the exercise that you would normally do with without it. So I can do a clean and jerk with EMS on. Yeah. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit, that I, sounds I, terrible. I, I, <laughs> I, I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend using as much weight as you would, but uh, w- without EMS. But uh, uh, yeah, you, any exercise that you can think of, you can you can do it. There's a, a timing component uh, with EMS, and, and this allows for more uh, programming, I would say. But typically, EMS is on for four seconds and then off for like either one or two seconds. So, or, or sometimes four seconds, it, it depends on what program you're on. But, uh, so during the four seconds, you want to complete typically one rep or, or two. And so with a clean and jerk, which is a powerful movement, what I would say is probably like load, right? Like, like stay under tension for four, three, two, one, and the last second, like explode up. Interesting. How fun. That's, yeah. it seems like there's definitely a place for it. I just, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to ask all the questions just so I can yeah. get a better yeah. idea of exactly like if I was to be able to be around that environment to, to apply it to my own clientele, how would I be able to go about it? Right. Um, and then also to be able to, to, to speak to it. Right. So is it, is it just, what is it doing with like the, the actin and myosin head? Like, or like what is it doing exactly inside the tissue that allows that contraction to exist so aggressively? Yeah, so I mean, it's only mimicking the same uh, electric signal that your brain produces or your nervous system produces, right? Your nervous system sends a signal to contract and then act in myosin cross, and 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 that's how you get the muscle contraction. This is just cool. amplifying that. Right? And, and on top of that, we are pre-cueing, you know, like contract your muscle and now allow the stimulation to add to it. And so cool. I wanted to I wanted to answer the the connective tissue uh, question. Um, Please. So there, there was a study showing like bone density, and it was in older populations, but the, the, it showed that there were benefits to it. I also use some light weights, like three pounds, five pounds, um, up to maybe 15 to 20 pounds for people that are stronger. Um, so to have still a little bit of a grip strength, because there's no direct stimulation on the forearm, there's stimulation on the, on the bicep and tricep, but... Um, the forearm, I've I've always perceived like maybe this is one of the weaknesses. We know that forearm strength is related to shoulder health, etc. Um, but this is where I always have people hold something at least and, and to always move around. It also helps guide the movement a little better. That's cool. I kind of like I like that. I mean, I didn't do it with weight, but I, w- I would have appreciated doing, doing it with weight. I also would have appreciated not being like slammed with so much stimulation that first time. <laughs> really, it was it was like. They were like trying to impress even, you. I, I guess, dude. I was like, holy shit. Like, I can't even move my arms. Like, it was <laughs> – and at that time, I was still kind of – I was not, com- like, super competitive at the time, but I was still lifting quite a bit. And it was just like, man, this is, like, it almost got in my way of working out. But it seems like if you can you can kind of build up to that extent where, you know, you're like yeah. – you know, you're not being super aggressive. If I, my fear was, man, if I, if I took this and I, you know, I've recommended a client like 
I worked with in more of a geriatric population at one point. If I recommended a client to go here because um, one of them had, uh, like one particular client had uh, like a torn rotator cuff, right? And they, mm-hmm. one of them was already had surgery on. We we're waiting for the other one to have surgery on it as well. And a lot of um, limited range of motion. It's like, this would be a really cool ability for us to get any sort of like cool tricep or bicep flexion that we weren't able to get or maybe even some some overhead or some some trap and some you know some shoulder supporting tissue that we weren't able to get because of our limited range but if we're going to be that aggressive then yeah I don't, like that doesn't sound valuable no no so the aggressiveness I, I mean i think you are a trainer you look like a trainer and this was a demo they wanted to impress you i'm, I'm pretty i'm gonna or say that that's what happened but and for me i had a very similar uh, experience where i did a full session and and i was alone and then they pumped like during the session i didn't feel like it was much of a workout i i, I got out of there like thinking like okay that was 20 minutes and i still feel like i can go to the gym or go for a run uh, but they recommend like don't do anything for one or two days okay but then my glutes were sore for five days straight like they had never been sore and um, and I thought, okay, this, this works, um, with clients, I don't go that far, it's especially like my population is a little older, typically in the forties to 50 range for most of them. Um, if on the first session I killed them, like they would not call me back. Some of them, the, the ones that love it and like the kind of pain, like they would, but, but most of the people would be like, this is too much. Uh, so we always have to go with EMS. There's no, uh, you know, one, one, one fit for all there's, uh, we have to always go through a perceived rate of exertion. And so we are constantly checking in, like, how does this feel on a scale of one to 10? We want to always be somewhere between a six and an eight. Uh, we never be, want to be at a 10. A 10, I think is, is, is what happens is that you get sore and then you're like, I can't do anything for the next two or three days. And to be honest with you, I mean, there, there are two very attractive trainers there that were presenting <laughs> the thing. So I, pro- I probably was trying to. You know, was trying <laughs> give, to me more, give me more. Give me more. Make these biceps fucking work, you know? <laughs> and then you're paying for it three days. <laughs> exactly. Um, it, it definitely seems like there's a really cool opportunity here for. How long has EMS been, been around? So. In Europe, it's been around for 12, 13 years. It originated in Germany. In the US, it's been FDA cleared uh, since 2018. And I got into it in 2019. And then a lot of companies were starting to pop up, but then COVID killed most of them. Uh, Now it's given, there's a new resurgence in EMS. And so in the major city like New York, Miami, LA, uh, I know in Vegas, there's a couple of companies as well. Uh, It's starting to, flourish a little bit but here in la as it's, far as i know we're only like four or five trainers that do this so. wow that's crazy i mean you're, you're yeah. on the the front end which yeah. is kind of the ideal you know if with with any industry i mean that's kind of that's kind of and then especially yeah. with given the fact that it's I, I feel like the germans i don't know especially in this world of exercise physiology they always come up with the coolest shit um but like <laughs> It's, you know, like creatine, I think, you know, they, they you know, Creapure is their thing. And so they're definitely one of the best manufacturers over there for that. And yeah. so a lot of good things come out of there for this space. I, I think that, at what point does it get adopted by like a, a physical therapy clinic or like, I mean, it's going to, and I would imagine it enters that space and not just like the, the private or like the more private sector. Um, so like, is there a potential for that? Is that kind of yeah. the, the hope and the push? 
So it's funny you mentioned that, and I know we haven't spoken about this, but like I, I am partnered with a physical therapy clinic here in LA called Core Conditioning, and and I told them I, I gave the two owners a, a session. They were like, okay, great, let's uh, let's implement it, and and so they started referring me people, right? People they could move or 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 had some joint limitations, and and so that has been a very good partnership. Uh, it's still whole body EMS is still very much fitness though. Uh, it's to get stronger. It's to get better. It has some uh, treatment functionality, like you can use it as a tens unit, pretty much uh, in the entire body if you wanted. Uh, you can do lower back and you know all sorts of like wherever you would place the the tens unit pads. Um, but it is better as used as a fitness tool to get stronger, even if you have limitations. And so I mean, where do I see it? Uh, sorry to cut you off. In Germany, I, I, I know that uh, there's like micro studios, that's what they're called, that where you uh, there's one trainer and two clients typically. Uh, and there's studios like on every corner, like just like you have a yoga studio, spin studio. Now you have EMS studio. That's in, wow. in Germany. In France, it's starting to be the same. In Brazil, I know it is. In the U.S., I, I see that happening at some point. How many clients are you training at one time? So the main uh, limitation is how many batteries do I have? Uh, you can, the, the system allows for, to train 12 people at once. Uh, the system I use, it's Winstro, uh, but suiting up 12 people and suiting down 12 people. And then, and then you have everybody shouting, oh, I want more glutes. I want more biceps. It, it's a bit of a nightmare, but uh, I teach one-on-one or one-on-two as my privates. And I also teach one class of one-on-five. I can definitely see how that can be a lot of like a, a lot of management. You know, you, you can yeah. you know prescribe the movements, and then you're walking around to every single individual, kind of monitoring, and then so, oh, wait, yeah. no, actually that was too much. Oh, actually, yeah. anymore, you know. Exactly. Like, no, but that's exactly what happens. Like you have a, an iPad, and you see everybody's levels, and you you. I, so I, I give the, the instruction of the movement, and then everybody shouts out like, "Oh, give me more glutes, give me more this, less this, this that," and so basically you're DJing the session. That's actually kind of cool. I'm not gonna lie. It <laughs> seems kind of fun. Yeah. So, um, how how do you choose a a manufacturer? Like, how many different brands are there at this point? And then, how did you decide on the manufacturer you went with? Yeah. So I I studied all the manufacturers and 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 went through all their education courses. Uh, here in the U.S., everything has to be FDA cleared. So not not approved, but cleared. And and it's just how how this this uh, technology was introduced in, into this country, um, and there are only I think five main manufacturers. There's Xbody, which is from Hungary, um, Miha from Germany, Wimspro from Spain. Uh, there's Efit that is also Hungarian, and there's iMotion, also Spanish. Um, as far as I know, and there's a Vision Body, also Hungarian, and um, they all have slight differences. I wouldn't say there's one perfect one. Uh, they all have like pros and cons. Some are a little cheaper, some are a little more expensive, some are all have um, the ability to pay you know, over time or lease the equipment instead of buying it outright. Uh, and so part of the decision making was one, it had to be wireless uh, because going to people's houses and carrying a machine with you it was just not acceptable. Uh, and and then the other reason we, we chose Wimspro is because they allow leasing the equipment. 
Nice. There's another, there's one other company called Catalyst and they are like a Peloton model where you buy the suit and it's for consumer, direct to consumer. There's no trainer, all the, all the videos and, and uh, the, the programming comes from like their online service. I think maybe valuable, but I would rather be with the trainer. I mean, I mean, maybe that's because I am a trainer and like, I just, I find value in, in, in having a coach, but I think just especially with a new equipment like that, I would just rather be have someone monitor and kind of regulate on what's going on. Somebody who's educated because I mean, that's, you have to have a lot of understanding of like how to operate the system for one, maybe. Um, and then also like how, what is too much? Like maybe today's not the day I need to train, you know, like maybe we're only doing arms or upper body, you know, I, I would yeah. personally, I would just probably like kind of like want somebody else to kind of monitor that part of it. And, and it gets complicated. Like you have all the variables from, conventional training right how many reps sets etc and then you have you add a bunch of other layers with ems which there's depth of the stimulation there's frequency of the stimulation there's the cycle are you doing four seconds on four seconds off or are you doing four seconds on one second off right like all these decisions uh and, and adapting also the pulse width and the frequency to the person if if you have more fat mass, then you need more depth. If you have less uh, fat mass, like you have to adjust all these things. Uh, and that comes with education and experience. Yeah, I think I would rather definitely hand that off to somebody else, to be honest. Yeah. Um, you know, there's this everything everybody always wants to like lose weight. You know, like that's like the whole thing. Um, and yes, I think obviously I think with with the increase of lean tissue, we increase our BMR and we can then therefore like have more uh, calories burn so they're able to get lean over a long period of time is it a yeah. hard selling point people that are like i just want to lose weight conrad like how is this helping going to lose weight you know yeah it's and 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 everybody thinks like oh maybe the suit does something specific the electricity going through your body it burns fat and like no uh it's exactly like resistance training this in my opinion equates to about an hour an hour and a half of weightlifting. you're doing it in 20 minutes that's already a benefit um and and from there you just have to it's part of the equation, right? Like the big equation of like diet, sleep, hormones, managing stress, and then you have exercise and all that will end up hopefully in weight loss if that's your goal. Um, but what I can say is that with every single client, I take measurements. So I, I give a first intro session and it's just to experience EMS. And then if they decide to, to get into a program with me, uh, I take measurements on the first session and on the eighth session, because typically the recommendation is to train twice a week for uh, one month as, as eight sessions. And everybody, everybody has gotten results. Everybody has decreased a little bit of fat, increased a little bit of muscle mass, or I take circumference and a caliper measurements and everybody gets results. And it's, it's been amazing to, to see that. It's also a new challenge. So it doesn't matter how much you've been training in your life. This is going to be new for, for you, even if you're a trainer, right? So it, everybody sort of gets that initial adaptations uh in addition to actually training and being effective how do you think that like fitness is viewed in in your specific location do you think it's very popular or not so, like, i've heard good things about like california being very conscious of health and fitness right very like i think mm -hmm. very much so a pioneer in a lot of different ways but you know like and and now I live in Vegas, just moved to Vegas from, from Texas. I, from a lower socioeconomic area originally where fitness wasn't really like a topic of conversation. And I think that unfortunately, I think that tends to be the general consensus for most of our 
United States country. You know, everyone drives everywhere, less, less like the Loak places. Um, it seems like there's a, a, a high value or the, the area perceives fitness to be more high value. Is that easy? Do you find that difference between New York and Los, Los Angeles? There are many differences between Los Angeles and New York, and I've only been here for a year, and so I'm still like learning the, the law of the land. But um, in LA, uh, first of all, the, the first uh, thing was that nobody trains after 3 p.m. In New York, I had like early morning clients, late evening. Here no, in the evening, nobody trains. But um, and wow. it, what I noticed also is that in LA. Um, I mean, there's a little more vanity uh, compared to New York. There's a little more, but I think that's, I don't know, it comes with with LA and, and what it is. But um, but there's a little more health uh, conscientious um, atmosphere here in LA. Everybody does yoga. Everybody um, goes to the beach. Everybody loves hiking. Like there's a lot of outdoor activities that you can do. And so everybody's a little more inclined to, to think about their health um, as compared to New York where like you're walking everywhere and so it's sort of like a given, uh, but, but where's the resistance training, right? And, that, and that's, that's where I come in, right? Like this is where like, you don't want to go to the gym. Okay. Uh, here's EMS. Do you think EMS is like going to be as big as a CrossFit idea? Like it's going to get that big? Um, I don't know. There's a, there's a price component there that might be a little limiting CrossFit. You typically a warehouse doesn't cost much rent in the middle of nowhere sometimes, and people will go there and it's, it's popular enough that, that, but it's taken its time, right? Like CrossFit was invented in the seventies or something. Um, EMS has been around for five years. (laughs) So, so by, by the time it gets popular enough. I'm starting to get now people that have heard of it. Like uh, at the beginning, like uh, I've been here for a, a, a year in LA and, and like, I started in 2019. Typically every conversation was like, I've never heard of this. Now, right, like it's just like this conversation, you actually tried it. Uh, and so it's starting to become a little more mm, common knowledge. Like I've heard of it, I've tried it once. Uh, someone told me about it, someone is doing it. Um, so it's, it's the word is starting to spread, but it, but it, it takes time, it takes a long time. I feel like nowadays that things just move so much faster, you know? I mean, yes, I understand that CrossFit's been around for, I mean, if we really think about the concept of CrossFit, it's been for on for a lot longer than the 70s, right? But as an organization, yeah. definitely for, for a long time now. But with social media and the way that the conversations travel, word of mouth is just, it's so strong. And podcasts and, mm-hmm. and just people in general, they're they're trying so many different things. Everyone, I think fitness and, and health is such, it's such a thing on people's minds now. I think a little bit of a distrust in our food system has kind of promoted that like, okay, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't really like trust food very well. I need to make sure I'm walking more. People are, I think are, are looking for that somewhere. I think CrossFit provided a really cool like community, but at the same time, there became a lot of with that, I think with any industry, you have you have good and you have your bad. I'm gonna have a bad EMS trainer one day. I'm sure, yeah. right? Should they have pushed me as, as much as they did? Probably not. We were probably just having a fun time with flirting with each other, right? <laughs> but at the same time, you I have other CrossFit coaches who maybe don't really care about the job and they see it more as a job. And so, like, I, I'm sure that EMS will have other bad people moving forward. But it just seems like it seems fairly safe. It seems like it can be accessible to. Uh, people it's just like you know i think things will move pretty quickly everyone's conscious of trying new things i think it's it's that it's i think it's a good timing for it 
Yeah, and I mean, one, I want to thank you for having me on a podcast because this is how, how we spread the word, right? Like you, people like you, they, they are interested in, in talking to other people and, and learning about their uh, specialties. Like this, this helps, and so thank you. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, EMS is also very Instagrammable. Uh, I, I heard that there was a term here in LA, yeah. but uh, uh, they, <laughs> they, you put on the suit and you look like a superhero. Like you look like you're going to go into space or something. And so people <laughs> like to take pictures with it. So um, I'm hoping that that will also help like to spread the word. Have you used it to, sub- to supplement all of your training? My personal training, you mean? Correct. Yeah, no, I I still do a mix. I I I train with EMS twice a week, and I and I still go to the gym like two to three times a week. But uh, but I'm also like as trainers, we like to train all the time. But uh, as uh, clients, like I wouldn't necessarily recommend like oh you do this with me twice and then go to the gym another two or three times. Um, with me, the only difficulty is that when I train myself with EMS, just like you were like lifting with your biceps, like I have to control my own iPad. And if the, if the stimulation is too strong, then I, I'm like I'm constantly like missing the button. So I have to be careful. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> so, um, oh man, I had another question I forgot. Um, but I, w- I wanted to go back to your point about like how things explode. Like I, I was looking, I was curious at how fast pickleball <laughs> got got popular the first sure. official the first official tournament of pickleball was in 1975 wow <laughs> and so so it it, it things sometimes take long i mean it, it, i mean i'm hoping that with social media things like the word travel fast and, and like people look at pictures and you can click on links directly and and so it's a little easier access to information but then access to actually doing it uh may be a little tricky but, uh, yeah. I think my question was going to be, how accessible is it? Right. I think mm-hmm. that's, that's part of it. Like if a paddle cost me like a full set, probably, I don't know, 50 bucks on Amazon or whatever. Yeah. I, don't know if, I don't know if I can buy this machine for uh, no. on Amazon for 50 bucks, you know? No, <laughs> so I, no. Or if you can, don't, don't do it. <laughs> but, but, um, so the, the price is steep. I mean, typically a full system, like uh, each suit is, for most of the companies, it's somewhere between eight hundred to a thousand dollars per suit, uh, yeah. and and so and you need different sizes, uh, and then the batteries is is what's expensive, and so they range somewhere between ten to fifteen thousand dollars per battery, uh, unless you can lease it, and then you know the price is like two hundred dollars a month or whatever. But um, um, it, the accessibility to it, uh, I mean, for us as a service, the access to the service, we priced it a little lower than personal training. Um, if personal training goes for the standard $100 a session, we priced it at like $85, $90, right? Like a little cheaper just because it's shorter, um, but it's delivering pretty much the same results. So That's cool. So it's, and I think the way, uh, part of my, my thinking here is, uh, I think unfortunately as trainers, if we are doing our our traditional style of training of one-on-ones, uh, or maybe even like small group training, then, you know, I'm limited to my, whatever hours I'm willing to work per week. Right. If, if you want to do a traditional 40, then fantastic. But to fill all 40 hours, sometimes one is difficult, but it's two, um, only limits you to 40 hours. And at one point, if I want to own my own place, I need to hire another trainer. And then, you know, that's how I can scale versus in this way I can scale by, I have 
20 minute sessions and maybe I don't know, like in total, I'm working, cleaning, doing the whole thing, 30 minutes, uh, like Mm -hmm. intervals, I can train like that provides a lot of opportunity, a lot of both. It provides a good service for my individuals, but then allows me to also be able to kind of scale my time a little bit better to double up. Yep. Uh, so yeah, at, at the physical therapy clinic that, that I mentioned, I, I, I book people every half hour. So if the pricing is similar to personal training, like now you're all of a sudden doubling your potential income. And on, in addition, it's also like <laughs> the, um, when training, uh, couples or so like, uh, as, as a personal trainer with traditional training, like it's sometimes a little difficult when, when two people are a completely different fitness levels. Uh, you That's need different sure. equipment, etc. With EMS, because the EMS is highly individualized per muscle and per individual, you can train to people. They might be doing the same exercises, like a squat, a row, whatever, like basic exercises. But but they they're going to be at exactly their levels of challenge that they each need. Uh, so it makes very easy training people. They are completely at different levels and and skills and etc. I do like that quite a bit because I, I, at times it is, you know, I think we all have, as trainers or uh, people that aren't trainers that are just listening, like sometimes it's it's hard whenever you do have people who are like entirely different, but then like it's, but it's, they want to train together because it's a, it's a fruitful experience to be able to train mm-hmm. with your partner. Like it's enjoyable. You have someone kind of guiding you along. You've got to think about it. Um, but then there are times where like, man, I can run my, my half mile and whatever. And she yeah. can't, my, our, our VO2 maxes are significantly different. How can we still get a good workout together and feel like we both accomplished something, but then together, I mean, that, that, that brings such a, that brings up such a, a, a good point. Yeah. That's high value. Yeah, yeah, no, it's great, and and you can combine people there, different ages, different different fitness backgrounds, and, and for the most part, EMS is going to be fairly new for any new company. Where where does where does Conrad fit in the next like you know five years? What is your plan with the the either the creation like the either this product or are you in in Los Angeles? Are you going to stay in Los Angeles? Are you moving around? Like, what's the plan, man? Yeah, no. So for now, I'm staying in LA. I, I moved here a year ago, and. Um, my my goal is one to spread the word and and one thing i'm doing about that is that i so i blog for the company i'm working with i, I work for a company called body buzz and i i write a blog a week about the benefits of ems and training different populations uh and thanks to the blogging wikipedia actually picked up one of my quotes and and so if you nice. wikipedia electromuscle simulation i'm quoted and so um so my goal is to continue to spread the word about ems and try to to keep going with that and hopefully I'll, I'll get maybe into uh, EMS consulting for someone that wants to start an EMS business, how do they start and where do they start. Um, and then for me, I'll continue training here in Los Angeles. I have the opportunity to train certain celebrities and I'm hoping to like just get more involved in that world. And I think EMS also for celebrities that typically work out during shoots, uh, there's barely any time you have to travel with equipment and, and I see like the rock and Will Smith, like they travel with like a whole trailer of weights and squat racks, etc. You just need a EMS suit and, and that will be enough. So, um, I'm, I'm hoping to, to, to branch that out a little more in that world. 
I think I have two people coming on next week that are both retired celebrity trainers. And so I'm trying yeah. to get also, I mean, I think any trainer kind of wants to get into that space, right. Of being able to yeah. train entertainers or entertainment. Um, and it's so far, I have a couple different, uh, like either professional athletes and, and, and other, and other professions, uh, dancers and things like that. And it's been a fun time to work with that, that clientele. Um, have you had other clientele that are like, that are, be, have been in that space or that have tried it? Yeah, no, no, I, I have, I, I currently train a couple of celebrities and, and they, they love it and they're, they keep seeing like, I, I think I want to keep bring you on to my, my next movie or shoot because when they're shooting, they're like working 16 hour days and like where, where's their fitness, right? So um, it's a great space. And, and concurrently, I, I've always worked with, like I said, with people with injuries and, and pains and aches. And, and that's why I'm partnering with physical therapy uh, clinics, uh, chiropractor clinics, and, and to continue that work there as well, because uh, they basically need it the most as well. How is it getting out there and like talking about, are you going to different, like how, how are you actively searching for business? Um, well, for now I've, I've used, uh, I had a few contacts here in, in LA. And so I reached out to them and one was a physical therapist who made the introduction to this clinic. And, um, and then I've met, I have a celebrity client that trains also with a Pilates instructor. And so I've reached out to her and she works at a chiropractic uh, space as well. And so, and this is how I'm branching out and, and then just through conversations like this one. I think those conversations are, I, I you know, I think. I think business is almost that simple sometimes, just having the conversation. Just go and yeah. ask, you know? And, yeah. you know, the worst case is that they say no. You know, that's always, like, I love, I forgot when I first got into sales, but it was like, sales 101. The worst they say is no. But just <laughs> ask. And I think yeah. at one point, if if you are the, like, if you're selling something that's uh, not of value, then, yeah, you're going to want to try to use all these tricks of the trade to, like, convince somebody versus, like, if you have something of value that you know really works, it's like, hey, I'm just trying to help. Like I have this thing. It's valuable. It can fit your lifestyle. Like, can you try it? And then if it works for you, then great. But if it doesn't, then like, okay, yeah. find something else that works for you. You know, like I think being in, in business or in sales and having those conversations, I think is important because it, I think it is very often very like, quite taboo. And so it's like, no, we're just, we're talking and like, that's all sales should be yeah. like, it's, it's a conversation. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Not to be like, you have to do this. Absolutely. Like, no, you'll get some pushback. It's yeah. And it's also, if, if somebody is like trying to force it down my throat, then I'm probably also going to be like, eh, I don't know, man, are you, are you sure that this is a, you know, and sometimes people are just very passionate about the thing. And I also can appreciate that. Um, but it's just, you know, doing it, yeah. doing it wisely, doing it well. And, and, Understanding that other people have boundaries, asking the right questions, all those good things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, um, are there any specific things that you'd like to, any, anything that you'd like to touch on that we didn't? Uh, no, other than, uh, so I offer a class, uh, EMS class on Saturdays right now at the, in Studio City, and it's a clinic called Core Conditioning. Uh, the first class is free, so anybody that wants to try EMS, um, feel free to reach out and uh, come to class. Beautiful. And also uh, like social medias and all those things where oh, yeah. people find <laughs> what's the website, all, you know, plug, promote all the stuff you got. Excellent. And so uh, the website is called bodybuzzfit.com and uh, my social media is uh, Conrad Fitness, uh, very simple, Conrad Fitness and Instagram and the company is Body Buzz Fitness.
attendance to go. Beautiful. Well, thank you all for tuning in. Make sure you guys go try a class, try some EMS, help it grow, do all the good things. Thank you all for tuning in. Love you. Thank and you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Ben Navarro's podcast. Check us out on iTunes, Spotify, and all other major podcast hosting platforms. Be sure to leave us a five-star review on iTunes.